1: Back with another edition of the Garden Report, live from TD Garden, where the Boston Celtics have defeated the Washington Wizards, one hundred to one hundred and two. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined by Jeremy Carf here to break down this matchup. But first thing first, guys, I have to remind you to make sure you download the SeatGeek app. All you have to do is download the app, enter the promo code Garden Report, and you can get yourself a twenty dollars rebate off your first purchase. That's keyword code. Guard report, all in one word, no spacing. Get yourself that $20 rebate. Now, let's break down this game. Rebounding, that's the story in this one, right, Jeremy? I mean, the Celtics not only out-rebounded their opponent by 15, they also grabbed 20 rebounds. Do you know when the last time the Celtics grabbed 20 rebounds? When? (laughs) Two years ago, Jeremy. Two years ago, and the last time they did it in a win was in 2009. Talk about the rebounding, and why were the Celtics so, uh, why did the Celtics put together so much effort in this one? against a very good Washington Wizards team.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's really rare for you to end a game looking back and say, this was all about the rebounds, but it really was. Celtics absolutely dominated the glass. 54 total, 20 offensive rebounds to Washington's 39. I mean, there was really no question. They cleaned up on the glass, got those second chance opportunities, and it made a huge difference in this game.
1: You know, I feel like Al Horford certainly set the tone when it comes to rebounding, because not only was he grabbing boards in that first quarter, but he sort of set the tone in putting the effort it takes to grab those rebounds. You saw him boxing out, and then after that, you saw Amir Johnson start boxing out. And then we got a Tyler Zeller siding early on in the first quarter, and he was boxing out, and he was finishing down low. I feel like the front court certainly set the tone in the first quarter, Jeremy.
4: No question about it. I mean, it was a really tight first quarter, Um, If you just looked at the first quarter, you probably wouldn't have expected the Celtics to get the 20 point lead that they held in the third quarter, but they did. They cleaned up on the glass continually and it made the big difference.
1: You know, you're know, you certainly right because the Wizards actually had a seven-point lead in that first quarter. Celtics took the lead, took a two-point lead into the second quarter, and they never gave away that lead. They continued to keep their lead for three quarters. The Wizards did manage to pull within six points in the fourth, but the Celtics made big stops, and one of the biggest stops came from Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart made a huge steal late in the fourth quarter. He also finished the uh, an offensive play that certainly was a turning point for the Celtics as they made the turn for home and closed out the Washington Wizards. They now have a Two and a half game lead over the Wizards So they're really trying hard Plus to tie secure bangers. that Okay well yeah <laughs> we'll see what happens There's still plenty of basketball left to be played here But let it be known that the Celtics not only have a two and a half Game lead over the uh, Washington Wizards But they also It's starting to look like they might hold on to that second seed right I don't want to jinx it or anything but it's looking like It might that might be the case right
4: I mean, it's looking that way. There's certainly opportunity. I think eight of their last 11 games are going to be at home. They're an excellent home team, so they have really good chance of putting together eight or nine wins in this home stretch. So, I mean, honestly, the number one seed isn't out of the question at this point. Cleveland's coming in on, I think, April 5th. That will be a monstrously huge game in terms of playoff seeding. Could determine the one, two, and three seeds. So, I mean, it's have been playing great. And the starters, that core Four, has played only 28 games
1: together. All right, Jeremy, hold on. Cool it a bit, all right? Got, we're talking the second seed now. You want to talk the first seed? You know what? And if you, you know what? We're going to talk about the first seed. Let's talk about the first seed. IT's ready to two. talk about it. IT's ready to talk about it. We'll talk about what IT also had to say before and after this one. And we'll get into uh, what else the Celtics need to do to make sure they close out this season as a one <laughs> seed or a two seed. We'll see. Can the Celtics actually hold on to the second seed? Can they grab the first one? We'll break it down in part two of the Garden Report coming up next.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jimmy Toscano here from the Garden Report coming to you just after a huge Celtics win over the Cleveland Cavaliers here at the TD Garden. This place was absolutely rocking, and you can expect to hear and see that the rest of the way from the regular season on into the playoffs. My question to you, do you want to be a part of that? Because if so, listen up. As the playoff push heats up, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. Maybe a little Isaiah Thomas three-pointer, a Joel J. Crowder put-back dunk. Who knows? It could be anything. SeatGeek will be there to get you closer to the action for a great value. I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few tabs, I can instantly find seats. And I actually did just use SeatGeek recently to buy some tickets, not to the Celtics, but to the other team who plays here in the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Switch it up a little bit. I don't need to buy Celtics tickets, folks. Remember that. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. Saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals and to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, as we mentioned, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with complete confidence, and it doesn't end with sports, SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available too. I know my guy Jared Weiss recently used it to buy some Kanye West tickets. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So now you really got to listen. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, first you you're got to do is download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter this promo code Garden Report. Easy enough, right? Garden Report. One word Garden Report. Also known as the best Celtics post game show. Ever created, SeatGeek will send you twenty dollars after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code Garden Report, and we will see you inside the TD Garden.
1: Back with part two of the Garden Report, where we're still recapping this Celtics win over the Washington Wizards, one ten to one hundred two, and we'll get right back into it right before I remind you guys to head over to mybookie.ag, where you can earn yourself fifty percent bonus on your first deposit all you have to do is enter the promo code garden that's promo code garden Jeremy before we uh, wrapped up part one we talked about Isaiah Thomas and what he had to say before this game of course he talked about how he was rehabbing uh his knee throughout the weekend putting two days in putting two days in getting plenty of rest because he wanted to make sure he was going to be clear to play in this game and that was certainly the case um, but after the game Isaiah talked about how he didn't have his lifts, you know, a couple, a few days off will certainly have that effect on you, and he talked about how uh, other guys stepped up, and one of those guys easily was Avery Bradley. I mean, we talked about what Al Horford was doing defensively and on the glass in, the, in part one, but if you look at the stats and if you saw what Avery Bradley was doing that first quarter, there's a reason why he played all 12 minutes, right?
4: Absolutely. He was a spark plug. He got him started, hit the first first five points or so for the team, got him started, I think he went on like a single-handed nine, seven or nine-point run midway through the first quarter. He was huge. IT was not... He. I mean, he's injured. There's really no question about it. Like Some people were saying why he missed those games was rest. I mean, I'm sure that was definitely a part of it, but a huge part of it was he really is not 100%. He says he's at 95. I believe him, but he was saying after the game that he just didn't have the lift, and he really struggled at the rim. He shot fine outside. He had a total of 25 points to lead the Celtics, but He's, you're typically, you're usually seeing him finishing at the glass going to the ground and he didn't do that because I don't think he could do that tonight.
1: Yeah, but the the supporting cast was certainly the biggest factor and I feel like when you have someone who's not only helping you in the backcourt but guys up front scoring, making defensive stops I mean the Washington Wizards, they just the Celtics look like a team that just wanted it
3: more, right?
4: Absolutely, I mean this was a huge game uh, after the last Washington game where they showed up for a funeral and absolutely demolished the celtics i mean the boston fans are ready for it yeah there was a man in the grim reaper suit
1: yeah i saw him
4: uh getting into it
1: he was jacked up he was ready to go he
4: was real ready to go
1: <laughs> every time this washington Wizards went to the free throw line he was running up and down the uh the the, the alley trying to get them to, 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 to trying to distract them and he was uh, it was funny because he was full out Grim Reaper Halloween-style costume today.
4: hmm Had a great tombstone. It was uh, to the egos of John Wall and Bradley Beal. I thought that was a nice touch. A nice touch. It was... Not it bad. was. bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Celtics were showing up for a funeral, but they certainly killed the Wizards
1: tonight yeah yep no question about that so let's look ahead a bit we talked about the Celtics potentially grabbing the first seed of course because they have a matchup against the Cavaliers uh not too far from today uh it's going to be in the beginning of April right before playoff time right when playoff implications are of course uh right right around the corner so can they actually grab the first seed and if they don't do you actually see this team falling below the second seed because if you look at the teams that Cleveland have to face the teams that Washington have to face so this have easily the lightest schedule out of those three teams right?
4: no question about it and I think a lot of it will be determined by the six game stretch five more home games in the next week or so, week and a half and I mean if they get four or five wins out of that finish the homestand 5-1, and 6-0 and oh, that would be huge and really put the pressure on Cleveland, I mean Cleveland still, Kevin Love's not back J.R. Smith is not the same I mean, they're vulnerable. I'm not gonna say that they're not an excellent team. LeBron James is unquestionably one of the best players in the game, and he's gonna keep them close, if not in the number one seed. But the Celtics will at least be knocking on the door.
1: One thing that's got one thing I gotta say is gonna be interesting is to see if Cleveland actually rest their guys. When it, when it comes down to, you know, a game or two of a difference between them and the Celtics. I mean, if they do rest their guys, because think about it, the Cavaliers, they're not looking to just make the playoffs and make a make a deep run. They're looking to repeat and bring home another title. So essentially, if you look at the standings, especially a guy like Ty Lu, a guy who was brought up through Doc Rivers' system, they didn't necessarily look at the standings when it came to getting to the playoffs. They looked at being healthy, making sure their guys were 100% ready to go and make that deep playoff run. So if it does come down between a game or game and a half, something could be the difference in those last few games and grab that first seed.
4: I mean, honestly, I think what it really comes down to is – the number one seed might mean more to the Celtics than it does to the Cavs. They don't necessarily have Absolutely. to have home court advantage. LeBron James will give them home court advantage, single-handedly win an away game, and the tables are turned. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they rest him. I mean, LeBron has been playing an absurd amount of minutes this season, and, I mean, it, this could be his fifth or sixth straight time in the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, that has to a eventually lot of miles be superhuman.
1: Him. Yeah, it has got a lot of miles on him. That's
4: a lot of miles
1: All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap things up here for the Garden Report. I'm Josie Pavone, Jeremy Carp. Make sure you check out the Garden uh, exclusive access on YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio, where you can see all the reaction from the players and coaches after this game. And make sure you tune back in here Wednesday night as the Celtics will have another team that's not going to be the easiest. That's the Indiana Pacers Mm -hmm. to face here at TD Garden. For CLNS Radio, this is Josie Pavone, Jeremy Carp. Good night, everyone. Hey guys, it's Josue Pavone from the Causeway Street Podcast and the Garden Report, and it's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week, betting at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get into the action. The Madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Come join MyBookie today. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me and our listeners, and that's why I urge you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. Fast and without any hassles. Trust me, you're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place a bet after tip off, and if you join right now, MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right. If you join with hundred bucks, you'll get an extra $50 bankroll to play with. Head to MyBookie.ag, use the promo code GARDEN. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code GARDEN. MyBookie.ag. Play, win, and get paid. Al, coming off that loss
3: last night. What is this Wednesday about this
1: team? Oh, man.
0: You know, we have the ability to, 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 you know, refocus and, uh, and and you know get back on track. But you know, obviously, I think you know everybody knows I say it being back just, you know, just makes everything easier for, for all of us. Talk about the work you guys were able to do on the boards, particularly the offensive boards. 20 rebounds—that doesn't happen. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Our Kelly was getting there. I think what really changed for us was when Tyler came in the game early in the game. Just very aggressive. Uh, he got a few offensive rebounds. Um, he kind of set the tone at that point, and then you know it just kept happening. Oh, what what's say about this team? You have a guy like Tyler uh, who doesn't play 60 minutes, but yet when he's called upon, he's able to step up. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for Tyler because you know he's usually the first one in the gym every day. He's he's really working. He's staying in shape. Um, you know, just a, a true professional. Because it's you know it's hard in the position that he's in. And, for him to just be ready and perform uh, was very impressive, and we needed that tonight.
1: Isaiah just said that you guys really relish and enjoy an environment like this tonight, kind of like
5: a playoff atmosphere. Why?
0: Um, I think that everybody, you know, would enjoy playing in this type of atmosphere and scene, and I feel like you bring your game to another level, and um, uh, you know. It, this was a big, you know, it's a big win for us tonight.
5: What stood out to you most about what Avery Bradley brought to the court tonight? Um, he was
0: just very assertive. Um, you know, Avery was from the beginning very aggressive. You know, trying uh, his shots. You know, was looking for him. Was getting offensive into rebounds. Was just doing. it. He was all over the place. You know, his defense. Uh, he's always he always makes a difference. So uh, he was amazing.
2: Did you feel like it was a? Chippy game now with a lot of talking.
0: Okay. Isaiah said you came into the locker room afterward and told the guys that you can't wait until the playoffs to, to turn it on. What we'll convinced you to deliver that message now? Um, well, you know I think it's just the uh, warning winding down with the season, uh, you know I just think it's uh, it's important that you know, we all understand you know, how we need to play just Putting some perspective on it, but, is there a level you guys have to reach that you haven't reached yet? Is there? Yeah, well, that, that's you know that's a big question. I think that we do it at times. Um, you know, we just uh, it's something that we've been talking about, just be more consistent. Um, and, uh, and tonight we did it for for a lot of the time. We had some some slippage, but um, we're figuring it out.
2: Yeah, how good can this starting group be? Only twenty games together now.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I just think that, you know, as long as we keep defending and playing the right way, um, you know, Amir, with his energy was was great for us tonight. And when he plays like that, uh, we're just a totally different team. I mean, he just, uh, you know, sets the tempo of the game. It just changes. It makes us that much better. Brad talked about how casual you guys have been at times. Well, what are the areas that you think you guys have been too casual at times I don't know if I mean, maybe it is casual, but. Um, you know, man, I just think it's you know, human nature sometimes you kind of settle, you know, I'm up 15, I'm up 20, the game's over, and, you know, we've learned that these leads are, you know, they'll go away quickly, and um, we just have to make sure that, you know, we play the right way all the time, you know, building those habits, and that's what I mean, you know, by the time we get to the, to the postseason, we want to make sure that we're just playing the right way. Al,
2: oh, when did you say that, before the game or after?
0: Um. Uh, we we talk after games. Brad, what did you think of the play of Marcus Smart in the last couple of minutes?
5: Yeah, Marcus was good. Um, you know, I thought overall we played a really good game. I thought that we. Um, you know, I think the the, the thing that I, that has probably bothered me about our play of recent is that we just have too many moments of casual basketball, and um, yeah, you know, it's going to get you beat on more times than not. We've got to correct those moments, take them completely out of the game. And uh, if we want to you know, be worth a darn after the le- last 11 games. Um, but I think that uh, Marcus, as others did, gave us a lift tonight. Brad, uh, 20 offensive rebounds for you guys tonight. It's a season high. You guys have we're kind of pushed around on them in a couple earlier matchups with the Wizards on the glass. What was the difference for you guys tonight in that area? Well, we tried to play big, obviously, and then they went really small, so you're going to get some offensive rebounds when they were really small late in the third and fourth quarter. Um, but I thought that Tyler helped set that tone the way he was going to the glass for us in the first half. Um, and uh, you know, I thought that that was a you know big part of tonight's game. I mean, when they're small, you have to be able to attack them in different ways, and I thought we did a decent job of it until the last you know three or four minutes.
0: You guys start, you know, after a couple of slow games from downtown, you guys started hitting threes again. I mean, how much does Isaiah just open that part of the game up for you?
5: Yeah, just 10 for 33, though. I mean, 30% again. We, we haven't, we haven't, uh, we, we've been saving some makes. So that's, I guess, a good thing if you're a person that believes in the law of averages, um, which I am, especially when we've missed a few games in a row. Um, so I think that stuff all, irons itself out but we had some open looks we were moving the ball we made some um, you know, I thought we just played pretty well for a large large part of the game
1: Coach uh, Avery Bradley early on kind of got into a nice flow offensively doing a lot of good things dif- defensively talk about his all around game tonight particularly against a guy like Bill who's an explosive scorer
5: Yeah Brad's a really good player and um, I thought Avery did a great job of making it as difficult as possible I think I thought our uh, Our whole team was pretty locked in to where he was in transition and and within the action and everything else our half court defense was pretty good um for the most part you know um but i thought that avery obviously is a leader in that and then you know he came out made those first few shots made some really tough shots off screens um you know and and you know as much as you have to chase brad around we wanted to run our guys around a little bit too and um you know, I thought he set a good tone for us.
1: Uh, Stevens, you said uh, before the game how important the third quarter was, especially because of what happened against Philly. What was the biggest difference you saw tonight compared to that game?
5: Um, well, they didn't go on any five-zero runs in six seconds, so that was good. Um, actually, maybe they did. Did they get a five-point play at one point? It felt like maybe it was just a three-point play plus a tech or whatever, but. Anyways, I, I thought that we were just a little bit better in that time. I, again, I thought we had moments where we just too casual, and we just can't play that way. If if, if we want to be, you know, if we want to maximize ourselves, we can't play that way. And um, you know, we've talked about it. We just talked about it in the locker room. Our guys know what they want and know how um, that we need to play at a really good level to have a chance. Um, you know, here in the next few weeks
1: coach um we we talked a little bit earlier about just the rebounding success you guys had tonight kelly O'Linick uh finished with 11 had eight in the first half uh just what was it that made him such an effective guy on the boards for you guys
5: yeah he was good on both ends i thought defensively he did a good job of blocking out and then pursuing the ball and then on offense he was quick to the ball and and was able to rebound over some of the smaller um lineups but you know, we need, we need Kelly to rebound. We need Al to rebound. We need, you know, Amir. We need Tyler. We need Jonas. We need those guys to rebound for us. Um, and then we need our guards to clean up any of the long ones or any of the ones where our bigs engage. So I think that, you know, we've gotten better rebounding throughout the course of the year. Um, as I said many times, the first seven games we were in such a hole, we weren't going to be able to dig out of that um, with 75 left you know but i think uh we've gotten a lot better and we just have to continue to do that cuz possessions matter that's again why you know if our rebounding's better and we get back to taking care of the ball the way we should then you know we'll be able to have more possessions to maximize until then you know you know we're just you know, we're, we're not maximizing as much as we should
2: coach yeah, you guys played it down but they had beaten you twice and Say something about the way you guys responded as a team to playing well. I mean, it, for the most part, it was a good game for you guys.
5: Yeah, I mean, they pounded us twice, um, and uh, you know we beat them by eight and six at home. So we better get better. Um, but I think uh, I think that um, you know you don't need to say anything from the standpoint of being ready to play or not in games like this. I mean. Our guys are well aware how good they are and and uh, how well we need to play to have a chance to win and um, you know especially coming off of you know smarting a little bit off last night's game and um, you know I think we were anxious to play tonight
0: Isaiah, how important will it be to um, you know have everybody hopefully healthy here for this last stretch because you guys have only played like 28 lineup.
3: <coughs> it. um it would be very important I mean we need it we need the reps Many games as possible. We need to be able to play together. So, these last twelve games is very important for that. How much do you want to earn the first or second seed? Shit, I want it as bad as you can get it. Like, I, I hopefully we just keep at least the second seed, but it'll be nice to we can sneak in and get the first seed as well. But we just got to control our own destiny and control what we can.
2: How are you
3: feeling? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm alright. Like. I mean, I won't be a hundred, but I'm 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 good enough. I worked out a little bit yesterday. I didn't feel that much pain, but I I'll be good. You know, if I'm if I'm able to play, it's because I'm able to somewhat be myself. Um, I'm not gonna play if I can't. If I'm gonna hurt the team, so. Did you
1: have to do anything this weekend, trick wise or just
3: kind of rest? No, nah, I, I was in there two two times a day in the morning and at night. So I was in there just trying to get better, um, and get as much. Treatment as I possibly can, and then the rest at the same time. So, just trying to get it back as um, as, as strong as I possibly can. Did the stakes
1: you
3: had, of this was game there any that you wouldn't... tonight. I mean, it was a question for other people. I mean, I I, I can't sit this one. Well. So, um, I know it's at stake. I know it's a big game for us, and I I did a lot of treatment and able to. To, to be able to play tonight, so I, I was make, making sure I was in that, that training room and, and getting right. One question, please, Abby. Huh? How
0: emotional
3: is this game for you and your teammates? Um, it's, I mean, it's it's a big game, but we, we got to just take care of business the way we know how. Um, take care of home court, and we can't think of it as just because it's, just it's against the Wizards. We want to play a certain way. We just got to play our, our brand of basketball. We'll be all right.
0: One final
2: question. Okay, what is the mindset going into tonight? To win. <laughs>
3: by any means. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you Thank you both.